This episode of Overdogs is brought to you in part by nobody. Nobody. Just us. The lint in my pocket. <laughs> it is brought to you by the wetness of my curls because I just washed my hair. <laughs> shout out to Paul Mitchell for that. So, shout out. Good conditioner. Buddy. Kenny. We're doing a podcast. We are. We're trying to. Listen. Now we doing it. We are doing it. We're doing it. We don't know what we're doing, kind of, but we are. And I feel like most podcasters don't. Um, But I do know that we have very strong opinions. And that if this podcast is even a fraction of the intensity of the majority of our telephone conversations, all the prepositions in there, too. You're right. Then then we're in good shape. I guess we should kind of, like... So this is this is naughty. Uh, this is this, Lisa. This is this is naughty. Doctor extraordinaire, um, skateboarder, uh, superb giggler. Go oh go on. <laughs> oh go. On. Get my gatherer of all the life together. Oh, well, my cheeks are warm. Uh, this is Shalisa Miller. Oh, um, you, my whole name. Oh my god. This Lisi. This Lisi to the MZZ. Um. Mrs. Miller, uh, one half of Miller Time. Um, I, I, I I am a whole of Miller Time, and I have another whole of Miller Time. Right, right. She's um, 200% of Miller Time. <laughs> 200%. I know do math, so I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, we're here. Um, we are. We are absolutely here. We're, we're the overdogs because you should explain that. Overdogs was something I was just thinking about. Um, I think I was probably mid-panic attack one day when I convinced myself that I needed what I called an underdose instead of an overdose. I didn't know that. And then to follow up, like right behind that, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I need to act like an overdog and not an underdog. And that was probably the first time that I had written that down somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And told myself that that was... um, that that was necessary, so so we cool. overdogs. We're on overdogs. It's also the name of your Wi-Fi. It is, yeah. The name of my regular Wi-Fi for all those basics who can't support five gigahertz hey. um, is underdose. This is for you, and this is for you. And, and if you think this is for you, it's for you too. <laughs> um, I don't have that many visitors, and um, if you can log into the five G. Or five gigahertz, then of course you're. This is this this podcast. It's this first recording goes out to whoever owns the Twitter handle over Dogs Radio, um, on W E F M Radio on Tuesday and Thursday nights at eight p.m. We see you. <laughs> Research, sis. We see you. Research. Um, we see you, and we're coming. We're coming. We're coming. For Listen, you. we're here. Yeah. Like the kingdom of heaven would hear, and yeah. we're still coming. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So I was thinking this week, I was thinking, I've been thinking a lot about Steven Universe. Ah, let's talk about it. I've been thinking a lot about Steven Universe, mm-hmm. and also how I have a theory about Steven Universe and No Name. Okay. So I think Steven Universe and No Name are the same person. Okay. We're talking yes. about the artist, No yeah. Name. The artist, No Name. Collaborator with Chance from the Rapper. Yeah, hailing from South Side of Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Independent artist. Saw her live in Nashville. Saw her. You saw her live. I think I've never seen her live, but yeah, she was cool. Right. She released her sophomore album two weeks ago. 
called Room 25? Slap. I do not know what Room 25 means, but I have a theory. Come through. My theory. So she has a line on the album. And she says, the only room that I died in was 25. Mm. So, <laughs> this is very elementary. But if you put five and two together, you get seven. Seven is often referred to as the number of perfection. And to truly live, I think some things need to die. So maybe what I believe about this album is that she's she's becoming, she's beginning to live. Well, snaps, huh? That's what I think. I would have never thought that. Yeah. That's huh. what I think. Um, so. That's deep. Since you put me on Steven Universe, let's just talk about that first. Steven Universe? I um, love when I find, like, politically charged things in entertaining television. I'm not a... One of the things that I probably disdain the most is, like, letting social media tell me how I should feel politically. Because it's so on the nose. And um, one of the reasons why, you know... I remember Kendrick Lamar did a performance for the Grammys with a the couple fire. years with the fire and everything. Yeah, yeah. And people were so into it. And I was like, yo, that's not subtle at all. <laughs> like, I, I like being... Um, Surprised? I prefer like a Janelle Monet level of politics, right? Or a Steven Ooh. Universe level of politics where I am legitimately being entertained and not necessarily preached to. Janelle um, makes you work. Oh, gosh. Look. She makes you work. American Cool is... There's so many ra- ways you can read. Everything. Her. Yeah, literally everything. Everything. So many ways. Um, so she does all things well. But yeah. but with Steven Universe, it's that same thing. I'm watching this adorable, adorable cartoon that's really saying... Und- uh, Steven Universe is, is a leader because he was capable of building social capital throughout five seasons. Mm-hmm. He was capable of building social capital through people who were oppressed, right? Like Lapis or Oof. the Cluster, or come on now, Lapis. or Paradise. Like Paradise. there are all of these oppressed people who were yep. living in fear. Yep, all that, these refugees. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Even a Centipedal. Mm-hmm. The way he was like really kind of like showing out for Centipedal, um, and even though he had to stand up to people that he adored, people that he loved, people who loved him. Um, a cough, cough, your racist grandma. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He ended up building so much social capital that everyone can be protected. Yeah. Everyone can fit in the bubble. You know what I mean? So, so you went to the margins on that one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Every episode. Yeah. So yeah. the reason I think that No Name and Steven are the same person, I have a few parallels okay. that kind of, they kind of perpendiculate. Eight. So perpendicular is a word that Naughty made up when she was a genius <laughs> child, when she did not know the word intersectionality. I did not know the word intersectionality, so I made up the word so perpendicular. What do we do when we want to say something and we don't think the word exists? I'm going to just go ahead and I'm going to just George Bush this and make it up. <laughs> so that's what strategy. I love you for all for all the words you make up. But I'm so fascinated about this parallel between the perpendiculation between No Name and Steven Okay, Universe. so there are a few reasons. One, okay. on the very basic level, I'm just going to start really, really, really simple. Okay. Steven and No Name both have curly hair. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. Okay. Another reason is Steven and No Name are both artists. Mm-hmm. So Steven's dad, Greg, was... Papa Greg. 
Papa Greg was a budding rock star. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite make it. Uh, but like every episode has this beautiful music. Almost every episode has this beautiful music. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rebecca Sugar, who was like a music major or something. Is that where this is coming from? Yeah. She How was brilliant. a music major. He worked on Adventure Time for a little bit. And music, music is kind of cool. Anyway, they're both artists. And I was, I was in college. Uh, when I was a junior in college, I had this English professor who always said, if you're in my class, you have to realize that you are a partisan to both human and divine and divinity. Mm. Mm. Because you are made, if you're a person of faith or whatever you believe, I think it's universal to believe that you were made by a God who is the creator of cre- creation. And so we kind of hand some of that off to you. So inside of us is just like when we create or when we take the time to mold something from nothing mm. or we can see the capacity in something malleable, then that is our divinity coming out to play. So when an artist like No Name, shoot. Yeah. When she comes, like when she does her thing, when she, when we see her on stage, when we hear her songs, to me, that is kind of no name the ordinary person and no name the divine mm-hmm. coming together mm. and making something that has never been made before. Mm-hmm. Steven's the same way. Mm. Making these songs with his dad. Mm-hmm. So it's Steven. In the little sense, it's Steven the human. Right. And then it's Steven the... The gem. The gem. My yes. mom gave up her her magic form for me. Right. And so I am like at the, <laughs> I am the perpendiculation of these two. Yes, things. absolutely. Okay. So that's kind of why I think they're the same. The, but kind of the main reason I think they're the same is because Steven, well, Steven's name and no name's name. Do you remember that episode when Steven met his uncle? Yeah. And that like he found out that his at name was early universe. It's Steven DeMeo, which Steve. I think is a really, really, <laughs> Really yeah, subtle girl. nod to white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> or the stunning of I think one of the animators last name is Demeo, so they just picked it. This is what I think. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You're right, you're right. I'll back I'm off. I'll back it off. could be, but it, like Demeo was lane. really, really funny. Yeah. Um, so Stephen found that his name is not really his last name is not really universe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, What? I cannot believe this. And the fact that no name's name is no name, I think is a really is a really outward showing of her personal policy and, like, intimations. Because when you think about a name, it's the first gift you get when you enter the world. Besides life. I'm following you. Right. And I will agree, particularly um, politically, knowing how many people who have changed their name for whatever whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, for music reasons, of course, right? Yeah. Greg felt less of a Greg DeMeo and more of a Greg Universe. Mm-hmm. But in a name, as in many names, um, there's a sense of identity. So even changing his name to Universe made him more open to meet this intergalactic being right. and to have this alien son or half alien son mm-hmm. um, who's a gem. So Steven Universe is a diamond. Is a, not, spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, da- like I lost it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, damn. I had to sit there and rewind. What was I watching? Hulu. Yeah. So many times. You called me three times that day. I couldn't wrap my head around yeah. it. The yeah. writing is so brilliant. Yeah. I can't believe the show is on Cartoon Network. 
listen, when I rewatch it, like every time you watch it or Lee watches it and I rewatch it and I see those episodes where they're talking about Pink Diamond and Pearl is like in a corner freaking out. I'm like, dang, they 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 told us. They told us. Um so It's it's crazy. But yes, in that whole that name situation, that a name being a gift. And if you choose your name, particularly from a political from as a person who is first generation American mm-hmm. and both of my parents coming from another country and having being Hispanic and having last name Bishop right. just because of slavery. Right. Um, but also like the legacy of immigrants who've changed their name for whatever reason mm-hmm. and it they felt that it fit them more. So I think you could make political parallels between like Stephen finding out that his last name was changed and right. maybe somebody from another planet or yep. another country, someone who's foreign or alien, see what I did there, recognize, okay. No, I got you. I was, I was about to say. No, I got you. I'm here. <clears throat> it was a side eye before it was full eye contact, so I thought that Listen, you were. this is what I really want people to know on this podcast, mm-hmm. is that Nadia's brilliant. And this this is really <laughs> just about a, no, no, no. a conduit for your knowledge. That's no, it. Uh, no. You are a buddy? Um, what, that is kind. And as are you, as are you, wordsmith, playwright, uh, hooper, <clears throat> skater, feet shoes hooper, uh, feet shoes hooper. Come meet me on the court. Anybody? Anybody live in New York City? Look, I'm four eleven, but I'll post you up. <laughs> oh, <dead. laughs> Metaphor for life. <laughs> Yo, I'm an overdog son. Hey, I, I play the four hey. in my heart. I play the five. <laughs> Sometimes I wanted it too if I'm if it's need if it's needed. Yeah. If you ain't got nobody else, call me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could distribute the ball and everything. <laughs> I could distribute the ball. But uh Well yeah. Okay. So so yes, you've drawn the parallels. Mm-hmm. But the main point I think No Name is trying to make with having her name no name is that I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take because sometimes I think names can be a gift, but they can also stymie us. Like, it yes. also keep us from seeing our true light. Absolutely. Like, the main example I have of this is probably Barack Obama. Okay. Like, Barack's name means blessing. Mm-hmm. I never heard anyone refer to him in the media as anything but the opposite of that. Okay. Most most of the time. Uh-huh. So, no, so sometimes, it doesn't really matter what your name is. If your cultural context already tells you that it's okay to put your foot squarely on my neck... And that's fine. That's what you're gonna think about me. I agree right? completely. So, I think by making her name no name, that she's really just trying to over like off put all of that. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you do that to my name. I've already seen denigration. Like I'm from the south side. I already know. Mm-hmm. Did you know that black like if you call your local um, your local political leaders or your library mm-hmm. and you're black or brown that you have less of a chance of getting responded to? Um, I did not know that. Ask me if I, follow up question, ask me if I'm surprised by that. Are you surprised by that? I am not. Yeah. No. Me neither. I am not. So my homies at UCLA did a study and by my homies, I mean that a group of doctors that I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did they go to tea? Did they go? Were they in grad school with us? No. no? Okay. And they polled 1500 people that were mostly like non-brown people. And they told them a story, right? The story was that two men walked into a bar, mm-hmm. one man bumped into the other man. And the man that bumped, that got bumped into said, watch where you're going, asshole. Mm-hmm. And like basically, they had to say which man was who, so they gave them a group of names, a na- of names 
Colin, Garrett, Scott, Darnell, Jamal, and Deshaun. Mm-hmm. Overwhelmingly, the doctors were like, we are disgusted at our own results <laughs> for this study. Goodness. Because the overwhelming, it, the data was skewed. So so they found out, like, what stuff that we already know was that your name certainly determines how people perceive you, for sure. So the perception was that the aggressor yeah, exactly. was the mm-hmm. Darnell. Darnell, Deshaun, or Jamal. Overwhelmingly. Well, I wouldn't have thought so because the only kind of people who say asshole and disgust ain't Darnell's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who says that? Watch it, asshole. That's true. Yeah. It reminds me of a Simpsons character. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's like a, it's like Stan's dad on South Park. Yeah. You know what I mean? Black people don't tell you. I might call you an MF. That's true. But that's my theory about no name. I think that she's just trying to overthrow all of the bad stuff that sometimes names can... No name, what hit us up and just say yes or no. Just say yes or no. Just but say she, hot or cold. She she yeah. Just say hot or cold for sure. Yeah. I also started thinking about um, if she's that free not to have a name. Maybe that's what Jesus was talking about when he was talking about abundant life. Say more words. Maybe. Okay, so the the thing with abundant life to me, when he says I come to give you life and give it more abundantly, maybe mm-hmm. that means. I think that means we have so much life inside of us, we could choose any path. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because, like, uh, it's like the great bag stuffer theory. Bag stuffer? Yeah. Say more words. <laughs> the great, the great bag I want to make sure I understand. So, Hurston has his essay, right? Uh-huh. We know it well. It's called How It Feels to Be Colored Me. Uh, uh-huh. And at the end, she talks about the great bag stuffer, uh-huh, uh-huh. Of, which is obviously the high, a higher power, whatever okay. she believed in. And she kind of gives us this metaphor of like bags, brown bags being turned over uh-huh. and like all us having to sift through mm-hmm. like whatever is inside of them. Okay. So there's so much stuff inside of us as the bags mm-hmm. that we don't have to pick just one route. One thing that you guys are going to have to get used to on this podcast is the idea. Lisa is... The most well-read person that I know. Meanwhile, Nadi has a PhD. She doesn't have to read. And I haven't read since. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't read a book since. That's not true. I read. If I have to teach a book, I'm reading it. Nadi doesn't have to read, guys. Sit with her for five minutes and you will feel dumb. (laughs) Let's talk about uh, (laughs) about something else. That is not my intention. I am only emotionally attracted to people um who i can engage with and that's that's why our conversation that's why we can't have a conversation on the phone that's not two hours that's true yeah it's it's really hard to call you and hang up in like 20 we did last night though but it was real hard i was kind of glad because i was like yo we need to save it save it man i know i've been trying to save it all week save it up i've been trying to save it oh yeah that idea that the the concept of name and and identity it's just 100 percent true i i say that me having a slave name as a black latin first generation person in america and having the last name bishop as opposed to the last name lopez or rodriguez or whatever the case is Mm At a young age, it took me a while to realize fully what I was because I was living in America and they only saw me as black. Mm -hmm. And I knew what was happening at home was different. I knew that it was a cultural experience, but, you know, I wasn't sure. I had aunts and then I had tias Mm. and it took me a while to realize. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
So, like, my America, you know, shout out to Auntie Lorraine, you know, shout out to Ian. Um, but when kids, like, if I said Tia, Janice, Tia, Alice, you know, people weren't sure what I was saying, and it took me a while. Yeah, so, yeah. having a last name Bishop m- kind of messed with my head. I didn't, I knew I was different, I knew that we were culturally, as a family, different, um... But it could be so. It could be being a Seventh Day Venice, for goodness' sake. Mm. That's a whole culture in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Being Panamanian, you know, living in the South, living in Southernmost in Key West, like all of that just kind of adds to a culture. But the, unfortunately, the name didn't. The thing that the name did, having the last name Bishop, I feel like has a lot to do with like the piety that runs through my family. Like everyone, are you pious? Uh, not. I'm kidding. I don't, because not in the negative sense of the word, yeah, right. I don't, don't challenge my spirituality. I will fight. They will hear furniture move. I know. I know. I know. That's not true. I just, I'm not a violent I'm person. naturally a challenger. <laughs> Understatement of the decade. <laughs> Understatement of the decade. Yes. You never believe it. She'll try to achieve it. It's the understatement <laughs> of the decade. <laughs> That is uh, that's it for this today, guys. I'm a natural <laughs> challenger, right? Right. I'm also a little bit black. What? <laughs> you are understated. I, yeah. Uh, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> I can't even look at you right now. Look at me. Look at me. I need you to know yourself more. <laughs> Oh, the deterioration. <laughs> I also um. Can you tell me the story of your name again? I um, I remember it. Your first name. My first name, Nadielka. Yeah. So in Panama, um, a lot of people have the name Dielka or Vielka, hmm. um, and my older sisters were all. Someone helped name all of them. Someone helped my mother name all of them. Um, so you know, uh, my sister's godmother, um. Named, help name her. Um, someone helped name my sister Nikki. Uh, and I think my dad picked the middle name Nicole. And then my third sister, uh, my parents were expected it to be um, Robert Jr. Um, so that's how we got Roberta. And then uh, when my parents found out they were pregnant with me, uh, which was a surprise. <clears throat> Were you a surprise? Oh, I was a big old surprise. I, wait a second. Not oh, I was a I, was I didn't know that. If you ask, it's so adorable. If you ask my parents, they will tell you. I love to be in the room when they say, oh, we only wanted three children three years apart. <laughs> yeah, because all my sisters are exactly, they're three years apart. All my I have three sis, older sisters and they're three years apart. Like my parents, my father said during our courtship, that's what he always calls it, courtship. courtship. When we were, when I was courting your mother, we we had this, we knew it. This was planned. We wanted three children, three years apart. And my mother found out she was pregnant with me. And I want to tell the story the way my mother tells the story. So I was a surprise. She was going to apply for a job or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she, something popped, she said. And she thought she had a miscarriage. Something popped? Yeah. So she went to the doctor and they were like, confirmed miscarriage. Right? So they were going to do the extraction and he was like, let's go ahead and just listen one more time and make sure everything's okay. And right before they were about to basically suck me out. No, wait a I second. I am dead serious. Yeah. He listened. He was like, oh, we have a heartbeat. 
Yeah, she thought she lost. You me. miracle, you. <laughs> Yes. Naughty. So my mother and my grandmother got together. Sorry, buddy. I just said you said you No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, uh, my mother and grandmother got together, and they gave me the most Panamanian name that they could think of, which I, I love. Nadielka Ramaris. That is my That's my the name. best story I've probably ever heard, mm-hmm. buddy. Wow. And, uh, it makes me love you even more. Oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Kenny. You're welcome, <clears> Kenny. <throat> So, so that's the story of, of my name. Are you named for someone? Absolutely no. Like, okay. So I have two different stories. This is why I don't feel particularly connected to my name. And this is why I don't particularly like my name. You don't like your name? No. DC. Is that why you get mad at me I call you by your full name? Kind of, yeah. My bad. It's okay. I don't mind you calling me by that. But, like, I never let anyone really call me by that. <laughs> Work, school. I don't no know one. any other way. Because you've always called me that. I don't know why either. <laughs> you see into my soul. <laughs> but my, no, so if you let my dad tell it, mm-hmm. he will say that he named me after his sister. Mm-hmm. His sister na- his sister's name is Lisa. If you let my mom tell it, she'll tell you that's not the truth. Okay. <laughs> Got it. So I do not know why my mom picked the name Shalisa. My sister's name is Sharonda. So maybe she was trying to keep with the sh. Okay. But I'm not sure why she put the like the prefix of sh and then like the name Lisa together. I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't feel particularly connected to it in any type of way. So I that's why I feel like I really have to make it mean something to me in the way that I live my life because I don't know why I'm named this. Well, my Tio changed his name. Yeah. Yeah. To what? Belogan. Any particular reason? I'm not sure. But I mean, that's his name. If I change my name, I don't know what I change it to. Like, I was supposed to be named Star. And then my mom changed it at the last minute. <laughs> it's still you, buddy. <laughs> she still fits, fam. So I don't know. My middle name, however, is my mom's name in French. It's Marie. My mom's name is Mary. I guess that's cool. Oh, Lisey. Yeah. So I don't know. That's my story. It's not as eventful as yours. Oh, no. I mean, the story of my name is simply my mother and my grandmother named me that thing. Damaris, um, Damaris is... Which means what? Damaris was a woman in the Bible who was right. an accomplice, I think, to the disciples in right. the New Testament. Um, she was a witnesser, and um, I think she was considered kind of like a revolutionary disciple. Mm-hmm. as well so fits revolutionary fits. disciples I'm getting that tatted on fits <clears throat> let's do that in London revolutionary disciples American cool <laughs> just a bunch of names on your I do low key kind of want to sleeve but we'll see I I will say one of the most fascinating tattoos I've ever seen because I don't really like tattoos mm-hmm. particularly being as dark as I am I'm not a strong proponent of tats but I will say that I have a friend, one of my dearest friends that I love so much, and she lives in Northern Virginia, and she has one tattoo that covers her entire back, mm-hmm. and then she has a sleeve of Starry Night on her thigh. The big no Starry Night? Yeah. Yeah. And she's wow. dark, and it just, whoever she, whoever's tatting her, like, she did her research, man. Because those things, it's just these amazing tattoos. So if I had a tattoo, um, it would have to be big. It would have to be huge, and mm-hmm. it would have to be one artistic statement. I couldn't get, like, an anchor and a bird. Is your friend brown skin? 
Yeah. She broke her Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that yeah. Starry Night looks wonderful. It, her her tats are just, I mean, she's she's mad classy. Hmm. She's mad classy. I look up to her. She's also, other than you, she's my uh, only other friend who'd be telling me my, about myself and my romantic life. You telling me about myself. <laughs> you need those friends. I do. Because I'll go through life thinking that I smell like roses all the time. I have to. Everyone. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've been waiting for this. There's going to be about 4,573 people mm-hmm. throughout the course of your life, maybe even the course of a decade, mm-hmm. who will specialize in telling you no. They'll tell you that you can't, nope. and they tell you that you are not. Not. You cannot be in that number. You can't be one of those people. That's not your responsibility. Everybody else is going to tell me no. Everyone else is going to try to play me like I'm not fly. I can't be one of those people. I cannot join that chorus. Mm-hmm. That's not for me. I can't do that. Why is it not for you? Because I'm an overdog. <laughs> hey. Hey. But it's just, it's not, it's not my reality. It's just not my reality. You know, and, and and sometimes it's difficult to not like boss yourself up. It can be kind of hard to not. boss It's pretty yourself difficult up. in a world that wasn't prepared for your arrival in the first place. Ayo, no bed sleeping. Nobody put the sheets on the bed. Nope. What is, what is it? What what is it? Birds of the year have nests. Foxes have holes. Mm. Underdogs have nowhere to lay their heads. Ladies and gentlemen. I said underdogs. I meant overdogs. Playwright. No we'll guys. edit that out. Don't <laughs> worry about that. We'll take care of that in post. Um, I think that's it, though. That's yeah. That's that's essentially it. I think that in terms of this idea of names and parallels and perpendiculations, um, there's one thing I want to say about names and this name in particular, this podcast being called Overdogs. When I first read The Hunger Games... Ooh, so good. I, I really love the book. And I asked my sister, who's very well read, extremely intelligent. Um, I said, what is a book about? And she said, the book is about a government who has to deal with the monster that they created. And I had never heard anyone describe the book that way. They, they describe it from maybe a protagonist's right. perspective. Mm-hmm. And I think that Overdogs is the... Na- the overdogs is a manifestation of a system having to deal with the monsters that they created. Yep. And we are necessary monsters. Mm. Maybe we should call ourselves necessary monsters. Maybe we should call ourselves necessary monsters. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't. I hated Space Jam. <laughs> I know I got that when I sent you that picture on Instagram from Instagram and you're like, great picture. <laughs> I mean, it, I was like, she clearly does not enjoy Space Jam. It was cool. It was really subtle. I love Braun. That that could be a whole half hour by itself. I mean, I'm gonna watch it though. What Space Jam? I mean, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch it. But I watched the first one, and I remember being extremely disappointed. Yeah. Yes. I was hype over the first one. Oh no, 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 no! I didn't like it at all. That movie is trash. It's just Michael Jordan standing around like pretend looking at stuff. I know, but I was ten. Yeah, I feel like, how was I not 10? Hold on, what grade was I in? I'm like 11 years older than you. How were we both 10 when Space Jam came out? What year did Space Jam come out? Google it. The internet I'm guessing is for Space things. Jam came out in the year The 2000. internet is for things. 2000? <laughs> 1998. Let's Google it. 
I am DB. Come through. 1996? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was six. Okay. So I was six. Okay, cool. All right. That explains why I thought it was a great movie. But although I, I still have a DVD, so I don't know what that says about me. All right. Cool. Thanks for uh, crashing our combo, guys. We appreciate you very much. Yeah. This is this is for all the overdogs out there. Absolutely. If you want to get in contact with us, we have uh, an email account. We do have an email. It is the overdog the overdogs podcast at gmail.com absolutely you can send us your feedback if you have any questions or requests criticisms or feedback whole uh, tips need not apply right you can go ahead and let us know what you think we might take it into consideration we might we might not but yeah. we might don't come on because you know you you know we do what we want over here yeah we'll laugh at it that's it way. i do have something to tell you guys before we go um Freedom is never something that can be given. It always has to be taken. And people are as free as they want to be. Good night, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in.